Hey guys, on today's special episode of Stories, we have the homies from Opium Inc. And let me tell you, I love this band, and they are actually releasing a brand new single today called Magnetic. It's so dope, and can't wait for you guys to hear it. Uh, check it out before or after this episode, and uh, enjoy. These women have an amazing story, and it's badass as fuck so enjoy hello hi hello how are you good good yeah just uh you know kind of kind of just keeping busy and just getting over this final wave of whatever the fuck is going on in the world. Mm, of yeah. course. Yeah. Lots yeah. going crazy. Lots going on. crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild. But I think we're, I think the light at the end of the tunnel is right there. I think we got this. Yeah. It's yeah. right at the end here at the final stretch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I think so. Fingers crossed. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope this is it. Cars <laughs> over here. What's that? Like your guitars in the back. Oh, those are Kenny's. I uh, okay. yeah, these have been uh, commented on a few times, and I'm like, cool. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> they, uh, they are fancy looking guitars. I don't know exactly I, what. I think uh, no, I think they're Nash actually. One is Nash. Yeah, yeah. Kenny one said is, one is Nash, and the other Nash. two. He's not going to tell me which one, but yeah, they're all uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so nice. yeah, they're 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 nice guitars. <laughs> but you guys got a cool like setup. Is that your is that your studio or is that is that an apartment right there? This is actually my kitchen. <laughs> my apartment. We so, are yeah, we're in my kitchen. my kitchen just hanging here. Nice. And, um, got so we got all the lights on, so like we're pretty bright right now. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, the, light, <laughs> the lighting is fantastic. It looks it looks professional. It looks like a professional lighting person came in and did oh, it. Oh, good. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it's I good it stuff. it sounds as good as it looks. No, it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. So, what have you guys been up to? Well, oh, my God. Well, <laughs> recently. Try to stay sane yeah, creating music. For know? sure. Um, all last year, you know, without being able to play shows we were kind of just like writing a lot and released a ton of music Mm -hmm. um we did a five song ep that we released in march and then and that's kind of right before everything yeah we had a show booked remember we did have a show booked the week before yeah the week before everything shut down so we didn't even get to have like our ep release show because that's right everything Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that and um just and writing it, a lot. I mean, three singles we released at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, just kept busy by doing that. Just trying to stay creative and not lose our minds. And yeah. I'd walk outside. The way to stay like, sane is for us to keep getting together and just keep writing. You yeah. Know? Otherwise. For sure. You know, the outside world can get to you sometimes. So you just got to control what you can. You know, you yeah. can't control everything, so just control what you can. So we did that. Exactly. By getting together and writing. Yeah, because I would walk outside, I felt like I was in the zombie apocalypse. At mm-hmm. one point, I was like walking down the street thinking they were going to jump out. Like, there's no- nothing around. <laughs> no one. It's a lot more crazy <laughs> in New York. Where are you? I'm in, yeah, the, where are I'm you? Where are I'm you? in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so I don't know if you far. noticed that, too, that there seems to be more crazy. 
around. It, it was wild. Yeah. Like I noticed that like because yeah, at the beginning it was like it, we were kind of ground zero for it. We were kind of the first ones, yeah. it seems. And it was wild. Like I would go out and like, you know, I remember specifically walking to the local 7-Eleven, which was, is right up the block from me. And the, the front was like chained up. So it was closed. And I was, I was like, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, let me find something else. I mean, but the good thing about the Bronx is there's always a bodega open somewhere. So I got lucky with that. Like there was definitely bodegas in my neighborhood that were like, oh yeah, no, we're, we're not closing ever. And you know, but it was still a wild thing to see that, to see like all these businesses like chained up and especially like being in New York, you're like, oh, so things aren't open 24 hours. Uh, okay. Like weird. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of a weird reality to have set in. But it was, very, yeah. Very surreal. Yeah, definitely surreal. I felt like I was, like, in a movie, a lot of it. Yeah, I tell my friends in Australia about it, and they just didn't understand the magnitude because it didn't hit mm-hmm. as hard there, and it's still not bad. I mean, yeah. we've been living in masks for over a year, mm-hmm. you know, and then when I Zoom with my friends in Australia, I show them I've got, like, a mask collection. I've got so many now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm a wardrobe. They they don't. They haven't. You know, they barely worn a mask ever. So yeah. So so definitely. You know, yeah, surreal. Different. Wow. They didn't understand the magnitude of it here. You know. Yeah, it seems like yeah, it seems like it was kind of different all over the place. But it seems like Australia and New Zealand were the ones that I would always read about that were like, wait, what? We got this. Don't worry, we're good. They're doing well. They're doing really well. They yeah. are. You know, they shut down international travel right away, and that, mm-hmm. that kind of kept things contained. And mm-hmm. they had their quarantine. They didn't let everyone back in, even if you are Australian, you're resident. Oh, wow. Um, and they've got thousands of Australians still trying to get in, but you have to apply. Oh, and wow. you have to have good reason. And even if you do, as soon as you get to the airport, they pick you up in buses. It's yeah, very heavily right policed. The quarantine. They take you quite to right to the quarantine hotels it's police there's police and military right guarding all the hotels so you have to stay in your room i know this because a friend just went back recently for her surgery stay in your room they you can order food but the hotel brings you food you know Uh you can only open the door for five minutes at a time so police and the military right outside your door you know yeah. Wow. They just—I mean—that's in a way it's they've done their job well because that's contained it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's worked. Like it seems like. Yeah. If, and if the beauty is work. they have different quarantine hotels. This is so amazing. If you have a mental illness, or if you have physical illnesses, or they—they they have certain hotel quarantine hotels to cater for how you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's really good too. That's really good. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's uh that that's that's not what's happening here. I wish it was, but no, <laughs> no not at all. Yeah, well, we have way to too that. many people and <laughs> yeah. especially Yeah, I mean but you guys are in the city as well, so you know you know how it is here. It's like, you know, it's very it's it's kinda lax. It's not there's not really like strict 
heavy like there was in the beginning but now it's like yeah i flew and it was like nothing like they didn't even like have me fill out paperwork they were just like cool like do you feel sick no all right yeah go ahead it's like okay see you later yeah Yeah, it's kind of wild but how have you guys been kind of preparing for life after this though like what's what's the next step for you guys logistically um, well, we're still writing. Mm-hmm. We just actually recorded um, a few songs mm-hmm. at the studio over the past few weeks. Um, so just continuously like creating and putting music out there with we hopes have- to play a show eventually. You know, mm-hmm. we we have had an offer to do a tour. Um, it's probably not going to work out for us, but we are looking at other opportunities at this time for like 2022. Mm. Um, any that might arise. Um, but we do have some singles that are going to come out. In this yeah, year. this year we're and a video. Singles. We're oh. planning a video for this single we just finished, and we yeah. worked with this brilliant producer called the Annex. Mm-hmm. He's in LA. LA. Uh, he's so talented. Uh, just I found his music on like a Spotify playlist and he produces, he writes, he like creates everything and we reached out to see if he might want to work with us and, and he, he liked what he heard and he was like, yeah. So, so we're working with him right now for our next single um, that we're going to release. So, and when's yeah. that, when's that, when are you guys recording that? Well, it's recorded. All right, it's done. Now we're just gonna we're planning for a video shoot. That's the next step. We really want a visual. Yeah, so we want the visual to accompany it. So once we can get the video done, now it's a matter of finding the right director. Yeah, we have a couple in mind. um, So we're we're figuring all that out. So probably like late spring, early summer, like hopefully, hopefully, yeah. And and the visual stuff is definitely I've noticed with you guys like is definitely like important with the songs, especially with the stuff you guys have done already. Like I've noticed like you know like all right cool like this is a good like like they don't need the visual accompany accompany accompaniment. That's the word, right? They don't need that. (laughs) It definitely like it definitely helps with it. It it just it adds something to it, and I've definitely noticed that. So. And especially nowadays, I've gotten feedbacks from some people, um, even in the music industry, where they're like, you know, people can't go out to concerts now or be at a live show. So it's more about visuals now at home and being able to see something from your home because there really aren't a lot of concerts going on at the moment. So No. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. And and, and that definitely helps. I've, I've noticed it like it's just... Because, you know, everybody's so used to being able to see a live show any day of the week. And, you know. Yeah, especially living in New York. Like, that's what I love about New York. Mm-hmm. Any night of the week, some band was playing somewhere. Loved having the opportunity yep. just to pick and choose and go see whoever. Mm-hmm. Aching from not being able to see any live I know. Shows. That's Aching. like one of my hobbies. Aching like, from the absence. Go see shows. But, Denny, how did you hear about <laughs> us or our music? What did you. Yeah, uh, you reached out about Runaway, so I wasn't sure. Um, well, how did you hear us? I feel like we had I, a mutual. Connection. Yeah, I think it was from I think Jenny. Do you know Jenny Smith? Jenny Smith. Yeah, yeah. she's one of my best friends. Yep, I think she had posted something about doing because I I had just gotten back on Instagram after being off for like two years. <laughs> Uh, and it was like, yeah, it was a good break. Yeah, it was a good break. I it was like, doing just like 
eliminating myself from it but i feel like i missed a lot though like there's a couple things like where it was like i when i got back on instagram it was like i was kind of mortified because there was like a few people i followed that like I just didn't have their numbers and I just kind of lost touch with them. And like, once I got back on Instagram, I was like, Oh shit, you have a kid. Oh my God. I'm the worst friend ever. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I kind of like lost a little bit with that, but, uh, but yeah, I think I, I got back and I, I, I'd seen like Jenny had done like some styling for you guys. And I was like, nice. Oh shit. I was like, they, I like, I just like, I was like, they look like the kind of music I would listen to just like, you know, Depeche mode and like, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of vibe. I was like, all right. And then we like that. A couple yeah. people have said that when they hear us, they're like, you give like a Depeche mode vibe. And I don't mind hearing that. I saw the vlog <laughs> a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I saw it too. A couple of years Heaven. ago. Yeah, I've done. Yeah, we've done a couple festivals with them. Like when I toured, like in Europe and stuff, and like it's just, yes. oh my god, it's like seeing them live is just amazing. Nice. Mm -hmm. So but you yeah. were touring. Yeah. Like, were you band or uh, no? I was I was doing merch for like. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nice. So I did I did merch for for almost eighteen years before the, I was on tour when this happened. Like so, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So my two thousand twenty was like just booked from like january to december of like just touring like i had tours booked until like the middle of december and then you know this happened so we had to kind of pivot yeah, yeah. but yeah i just i just really like what you guys do and it was just like i was like yo this this makes sense for what we're trying to do on stories and just getting different people's perspectives so it just worked out and yeah nice. it's just like yeah this is great how did you, how did you start stories I did that come it was kind of just, it was, it was like a combination of, you know, trying to like get my creative outlet somewhere because like, you know, doing merch, like with the, the bands I've done it with, like I've, you know, each of them, I've been with them for a while. So it was kind of like to the point where like, they were like, uh, all right. So what's like, they, they gave me a little bit of control with like merch designs and like doing like the aesthetic for like the merch at the shows. So it was like when I lost that outlet of like being like creative, which I never really thought it was being creative. I just thought I was just kind of picking the shirts that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> were going to work. That's creative. creative. Absolutely creative. Yeah, it was just it was just more like my opinion. I thought that that's the way I looked at it. I was like, oh, I'm just giving my opinion on what I think is going to work. And and once I didn't have that, I kind of was like, all right, I need to fill this somehow. And it, it took a while, but yeah, it was like one day. Like I think me and yeah, me and Kenny were just kind of talking, and he was like, yo, you should do a podcast. And I was like, fuck no, like I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to be the the person talking like no like and he's like well you know it, it, it could work and i don't know it took a little bit of pushing but here we are <laughs> you're good at it like this it seems like natural for you so thank you well it's just it it, it, it works it's it definitely like you know i don't yeah i don't I don't really think about it too much. I mean, I think about it, but it's also like, you know, all right, cool. Like, I'm just doing my thing, and this is fun. And, you know, it's like... And I like, the beauty is you get to connect. Like, yeah. it's all about connection, yeah? And 
Stories. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. Yes. Yes. Everybody (laughs) has stories, like for sure. Like it's one of those things, like, yeah. So, but you guys, again, you guys have a crazy story. So, Mm -hmm. you guys met on Craigslist. Cal, yeah. That's (laughs) That is a a happy Craigslist story, I must say. That they love. I know. Like, that was like, I I came to the country. I didn't know what, I didn't know anyone. How am I going to meet musicians? I heard. I feel like it was the end of Craigslist being popular, too. Like, it was, it was on its way out when we met Mm -hmm. on there. Because I don't think I really ever went on Craigslist again after that. (laughs) (laughs) But we've been together the whole time. Exactly. And that was in like, what, 2016? Right? 2016. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah, we've been together five years. Our anniversary is May 5th. It'll be our five-year okay. anniversary. Yeah, I don't even know the date, but Oh, yeah. shit, that's um, coming up. So, you know, <laughs> our bands had kind of come to an end. We were both in other bands right. at that time and looking to start something new. Yep. Um, work with someone else. And it just kind of worked out that when we put an ad in Craigslist and I saw it. And you liked and all my influences. I liked all her influences. We had yeah. all the same influences mm-hmm. musically. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And she looked cool and was a badass drummer. And, you know, I just checked out all her stuff. And, you know, because I'm really picky and I about who her I work too. with, too. <laughs> We're super picky about everything. But I was like, oh, she seems really cool. So reached out and she liked my stuff and we just ended up meeting at a bar my favorite bar which is now shut what down. bar uh, whiskey uh, blue is it or yeah whiskey blue whiskey blue it's on Lincoln. yeah it's yeah. it's closed now yeah it's, yeah i think so yep that whole hotel is closed yeah a lot of places are closed so i went for a walk down that street because of what's happening you mm-hmm. know but yeah, businesses are shut down, but that was our first That's drink. where we met. We had a drink there. And we just, just got on really well. Yeah, totally connected. And yep. it's rare to find somebody that you connect with like that. So very. from there, we just started. We're like, want to get together in the studio like next week? I think week. you went to um, my place first, and I played you, played you some songs, and you played And I yours. played you my songs. And we, we liked each other's songs, so that was so, good. Yeah. And then we went to the studio, and we started jamming. Yeah. And then we've gotten together pretty much unless we've been away. Yeah, unless we're busy. Once a week, every week, the oh, whole wow. time we've been together. Even if it's just writing or jamming or yeah. creating visuals, whatever it is, we get together once a week. Yeah, because our mindset, love to, we yeah. love it. And our mindset, too, is like, if you just show up, things yeah. happen. You just have to show up. Yeah. Just show up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's show up and put some work in, some time in, and things would develop that way. And that's how we've gotten all our songs, you know, written and and we love music. We and, just love creating, right? Yeah, together. We just we have a really good time together. Yeah, you know. And I feel like there's a void. Like if I'm if I wasn't doing this, I would feel like partially dead inside because mm-hmm. I need to have this release of everything inside me like I feel like I have a lot that I want to put out there so I love doing it Hey guys, here at Stories, we support family-owned small businesses. With that said, we want to promote our friends over at Purgatory Roasters in Middletown, Connecticut, and they want to give you a discount on their amazing coffee. Use the code STORIES for 15% off your purchase at purgatoryroasters.com. They are open for in-person service as well at their facility in Middletown, Connecticut. It's in the Factory Square building. So if you're on the East Coast, check that out. Also, they're all about punk rock and skateboarding and 
and I'm all about both those things, and I love their coffee. It is amazing. Check it out. Get the discount. 15% off stories, purgatoryroasters.com. Yeah, and this is definitely like, you know, especially with what's going on or what, what's gone on, like, this is like, it was like easy to stifle creative people, but it seems like you guys really just went went on in spite of that and just just kind of like yeah. made, did the work and made it happen. And, you know, it's obvious with all the stuff you guys have put out so far and that you're still putting out, you know, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember sitting there, we were sitting there one day, and um, the song Runaway, we thought of because we just wanted to run away and get the hell out of here and And escape escape somewhere. somewhere. So, Runaway, the one you mentioned, you liked, that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the, the song from the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and and that's very appropriate now that I'm thinking about the song. I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes all the sense. <laughs> and like the send me <laughs> an angel cover. Lockdown, I learned to use um, iMovie and learn to put you know lyric videos together. Yeah, so, so while I learned how to use Logic more, where so. I was creating like demos on Logic and using it as a writing tool, just creating things all electronically. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's and you know that's that, that's the thing is like you guys you know used all the time that we've all had during this thing you know like there there's no excuses I, I it seems like with you guys it's like yeah we we just learned everything we were supposed to do and just did it you know yeah we're like you know we're just pushing forward not you know I mean there were days to where too where you're like depressed or whatever yeah but, um you know just tried to rise above and make something out of it and make use of the time those days are necessary the the yeah. the days where you is just radio silence where it's like all yeah. right yeah we're Don't just cry you're like uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like if you can't get that yeah as artists if you can't get that creative energy out you get it out in negative ways. You reach for the bottle ball, or mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So, and I know my weaknesses, and I didn't want to do that, so I'd rather write and you know yeah. release it in a positive way. You know. Yeah. Exactly. But you guys work with other artists too. Like you're not just doing opium ink. Like you guys have all done. You guys have done stuff with like other people too. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah, which is like yeah, it's just it's cool that you guys can just pivot to all over the place and just use your creativeness in different areas, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's drummed, um, with some pretty cool people. I don't know if you want to bring up that. Yeah. uh, Oh, that was just a gig. Um, yeah. So who was it? Uh, with Dave Ellison. Oh, Dave Ellison from Megadeth and Alex. Whoa. Frank Bellow. Frank Bellow. Yeah. Yeah. They had a side project called, um, Altitudes and Attitude, and I got an email from the producer, and he said, hey, the guys want you to be in there. They're going to shoot a video. I said, all right, um, send me this song. So I make sure that, you know, it's... You can play it. Oh, I can play it. <laughs> and, um, let's see if it's a good fit. And it, I loved the song, so I was like, yeah, I'm all happy to do it. So they said if Jeff Friedel from Perfect Circle, who's another one of my favorite oh, bands, yeah. can't Jeez. do it. They want they want you to do it. It's like I'm 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 so down. You I'm couldn't do it. it. Wow. So I was happy to do it. Um, 
Yeah, no, we're always happy to work with other artists. You know? Yeah, like I've done some vocals with um, an industrial rock group, uh, The Clay People. They actually started a side project with another band um, out of Chicago, Acumen Nation, their name was. Mm-hmm. And they started a group together called Iron Lung Corporation. This was like a while back, and I remember I did vocals on a song for them. So that was cool, just working with like different artists and just throwing some vocals on different stuff. And that song actually got played on some shows on MTV. So it was my MTV debut. Um, oh, that's awesome. On like, The Real World, on MTV's Tough Enough. So it was just like unreal, like hearing that being played and hearing my vocal on there. I'm like, oh shit, like this is great. And you're like, wait, <laughs> this is on TV right now. This is happening um, right now. Yeah, it was fun just to do, like to work with other people is definitely an experience and it's great. Yeah, and you guys both kind of came up like working with other people, like in different capacities. Like you and your brother were in a band, like in up where where yeah, upstate New York. So, oh my god! Like at a young age, like I just even like four or five years old, I was like singing around the house. My mom's like, "Oh my god, she's gonna be a singer." <laughs> I loved it. I was like just singing for my family. Um, when I got to school, I look, my first debut on stage was in a play. It was a solar system play. I was in kindergarten and they wanted me to be the sun. So I was the sun in the solar system play. My mom and grandmother made me this costume. I had like freaking yellow feelers coming off my head, like as the sun. (laughs) So I get up on stage. I sang the sun will come out tomorrow. So that was like the first debut up on stage. It was in front of the entire school. It was like, you know, kindergarten to fifth grade. And I loved it. Even as a young kid, I'm like, I wasn't scared. I just got up there. I'm like, all right, there's like all these people here. But I just sang it and had a great time with it. So, you know, even young, I was singing, um, writing poems, uh, writing little songs. I remember I wrote a song about my older stepbrother. His name's Danny, too. His room was like, a complete disaster at all times. <laughs> that so sounds about right. That sounds like my, my apartment. <laughs> Danny's room is like a disaster. And I wrote a freaking song about this. I was singing it. <laughs> Danny's room Danny's is a landfill. That is so, wow. That's perfect. That's full circle right there. Because Danny's yeah. room, so my like, room is a landfill. Like, second grade, like right in this shit. And like. Um, then when I got my teenage years, I was more into rock music. I was introduced to a lot of rock bands, a lot of 90s rock. Sorry for the sirens going by. That's what I mean, they, we're going to hear that here probably in like five New York got the best here. You're right in it. Yeah, we know it's up. Um, it's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what bands do I like? I like like the Chili Peppers, Stone Temple Pilots, Garbage, um, Nine Inch Nails, Loved, The Prodigy. I remember seeing the Firestarter videos like, oh my God, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like I always loved a little bit of electronic elements in there with the rock. Like I always like gravitated towards that, like as far as what I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. But um, punk music I was introduced to as well and loved like bands like Pennywise, No Effects, loved all like the Southern California punk scene, um, pop punk, The Offspring. My brother was way into Green Day. So he got a guitar when he was a teenager. I got a bass. Our dads were both musicians. Um, he's my half brother. So my mom actually was probably a groupie because she like married two guys in bands. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Anyway, yeah. So my dad toured around forever. My stepdad was in a band that actually um, was signed at one point. So, like, me and my brother just were around music. And we started writing songs in our teens and mm-hmm. worked with a producer in our town that had a little studio, recorded an album in our teens, started playing shows. We, like, played at bingo halls, um, anywhere we could play. Bingo. Like, we rented out the bingo hall called Redmond's Hall. It was on the crappiest street in our town. Uh, but all the kids came out because of something to do. We, we were, like from upstate New York, tiny little town, nothing going on. So this gave the kids like just something to do and look forward to. So we played bars, parties, like you name it. Um, And we always tried to incorporate some type of gimmick in the shows. Um, Like one of our songs was called Joey. It was about this crazy skateboarder named Joey. We had our cousin Adam come up on stage with a skateboard, with a freaking clown mask. He was like jumping off the stage um, with the skateboard. <laughs> oh my so from gosh. then on out, people were like, "Oh, is Joey gonna be at this show?" So, <laughs> so your mask AK Adam with a, put the clown mask on with the skateboard. But um, so just fun stuff like that where people would remember us, and we had a great time doing it, just as kids like rocking out in our town. And then from there, just branched out, um, got some recognition, and started playing like other cities. We came down to New York, played CBGBs, which mm-hmm. I was completely thrilled. At the time, I had no idea it was going to be closing at some point, and I should yeah. like savor this moment. Yeah. But it was so cool playing well, was that, that Die Pretty at that point? Or? That was still uh, the Flying Bobs. Okay. Yeah, the name of the first band we had was the Flying Bobs mm-hmm. after a fair ride that came through town. Oh, uh, okay. The name transitioned to Die Pretty over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had changed it, had a lineup change, a new drummer, and just continued with it as Die Pretty. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so we got to play CBGBs, and I kid you not, right before I went on stage, mm-hmm. I was standing on the side, a freaking cockroach ran by my foot on <laughs> the side of the stage. I wasn't from New York. I rarely came down here. I wasn't used to seeing any cockroaches anywhere. I was like, almost like jumped off the stage, the side of the stage. In Australia, this big, by the way. Yeah, Australia. Yeah, cockroaches in Australia. My experience with CBGBs was great, but yeah, it was sort of a shithole, and there was cockroaches running by my feet. But yeah, um, I mean, did you have to use the bathroom at CBGBs? Because like, I did have to use it, and just vaguely remember it was just shitty. I mean, I don't know what the women's room was like there, but I definitely know what the men's room was like, and oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, twice as bad. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it was great, you know, growing up, it being in the bands with my brother. um, So we played there. We played the Continental before that closed. We played like Boston, the Hard Rock Cafe. We were just playing like all over the place. mm -hmm. So we actually won a couple battle of the bands Mm -hmm. uh, in Albany, New York, which is like the biggest city near where we lived. And one of them was for the Zoomies couch tour. So that store Zoomies in the mall Mm -hmm. won their battle of the bands. We actually got to play like some big shows in the mall parking lots where like the skateboarders are like right next to you on the half pipe. Mm -hmm. So that was like a cool event, like in front of a lot of people. Um, And the America skate team was there. Yeah. EKY, autopilot off, like just different. Oh, wow. Autopilot off. Holy shit. Yeah. They were pretty cool. Yes. They were upstate as fuck. 
Um, and then another one we did was for the biggest radio station up there, 103.5 mm-hmm. The Edge, right. which is really big upstate. It's like one of the top rock stations. Yeah. We did like some of their battle of the bands. And um, we won one where we got regular rotation on the radio station. Wow. So um, that was like a milestone for us was getting one of our songs in regular rotation and I remember hearing it when I was in my like college dorm and I like almost cried like I was like cool I was like oh, that's when people listen to the radio there was no Spotify yeah. there was no streaming people no. actually listen to that radio yeah. station yeah. so I was like oh my god like calling people I'm like my song's on the radio yeah like listen right now so, that was fun you know so we hit some different milestones and from you know, still recording, releasing music, had some albums that we did as Die Pretty. Um, and then we got a little bit of label recognition from that and ended up signing with a label out of Germany called Unconform Records. Mm-hmm. So we were with them for a little bit. They released our self-titled Die Pretty album and we were all set to maybe do a tour over there. And then the label folded. They didn't have the money to send us and all this crap. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it was cool. They did release the album and did some stuff for us. So uh, from that, though, from being upstate all my life, then I finally came down to the city in mm-hmm. um, 2009. Your brother down here. My brother moved here first. Mm-hmm. And then I followed because we wanted to do music together still. Right. So we just continued you know, writing and touring a little in the northeastern U.S., um, we did a CMJ showcase, like headlined a CMJ showcase right. at Sullivan Hall, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Headlined a CBGB's festival show. So I got to do some cool shows around town. And then we actually worked with a management company um, who got us some licensing of a couple of our music videos, a licensing deal, um, and a distribution deal of Big Time Records. So, like, they were able to get our video in, like, different casinos and, like, the Red Rocks Casino, the Saddle Ranch in L.A. So, like, mm-hmm. people would see, like, our music video playing yeah. here and there. So, so that was cool. Um, we were happy with that. And, yeah, just over the years, like, just it was always me and my brother and, like, different configurations. But we were, like, the main writers and mm-hmm. core members. Um yeah, had a great time with it. And then did he stop doing music? Is that why you... Yeah, well, we, we kind of... It came to an end. He started his own company, um, a medical device company. He's, like, killing it now with that. And mm-hmm. he didn't have as much time for music. So the band eventually just kind of disbanded. And that's that's at the point where I was scouring those Craigslist ads. That was ads. probably the same time <laughs> yeah, my band disbanded, too. So, yeah. 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 So you guys were just like, yeah, so, so during that time, yeah, Wilma, what was, what was going on for you at that time? You were like looking for something. Well. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, I'd moved to New York cause my partner got relocated and I thought, Hmm, what am I going to do? Um, so I'd been a gymnast and a dancer for most of my life. And, but at that point, I had been writing a lot of songs and I thought, all right, I really want to be, I want to keep continuing with drumming, you know? And so I thought I'll start a band and Craigslist mm-hmm. found the members on Craigslist, but my singer Eve actually lived in Australia. So yeah. she didn't have residency here. So oh. she would just come for like three months at a time and she could get like, you know, as much time as she could, which is three months at a time. And yeah. so when she was here, 
we would just book a ton of shows when she was here. Yeah. So when she'd leave, me and the guys would just keep jamming, you know, like and writing music and we'd send her stuff and she'd send it back and then she'd come back after a few months and again, I'd just book a ton of shows when she was here. Yeah. And we did, um, we did the CMJ Music Festival, CBGB Festival. Yeah, so we had some things in common where we did some of the same shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a Battle of the Bands at Garcia's yeah. at the Capitol Theatre. Yep. And we uh, we won, and that uh, took us to play a support gig for the Misfits at the first annual Westchester Tattoo Convention. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing. That's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, well, the funny thing was, yeah. the guys... After we did the Battle of Bands show, we we just were so happy to play. We didn't even think we were going to win. We had we didn't even consider it. So the guys went home because they had a long day at work. <laughs> they had a long day to work tomorrow. And even I thought we better stay for the rest of the night. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> well, just to talk to the guys. You know, they invited yeah. us here to play. And, and then when they announced we won, even I just, we were just dazed. We were like looking at each other. <laughs> But we'll go up and accept the, you know, the offer. And um, we said, oh, the guys, you know, felt sick. They had to go, you know. <laughs> they want to say they left. They got too drunk. We, yeah, yeah, we had no idea, you know. Um, so that was amazing. Playing for the Misfits, they're all super cool. And oh. um, and then Eve, the singer, she just, it was just too difficult. She had, she got pregnant. She couldn't keep coming back to New York. Yeah, that's so tough. So the Toxic Bands came to a natural and as well yeah so that's when I put the ad out you know yeah for sure I mean and I'm happy we connected on Craigslist you know (laughs) Craigslist yeah Yeah, that's that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's still so crazy that Craigslist like brought people together and was it wasn't like a tragic story I know, right? It was like yeah. I've heard a lot of tragic stories, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's there's mostly <laughs> tragic stories on Craigslist from what I've uh, what I've God. seen. Very. Yeah. yeah, and after playing for so many years, like with my brother, having like almost that a partner, it was cool to like have another partner that just you know right after that ended, I have a new partner here. Yeah, and, and we're we're the 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 base of the band like it's us two and yeah. so we have a guitarist who is in Australia and he does the guitar parts oh wow okay our albums and our songs yeah and then live we have we have a, a guitarist here live that plays with us live oh so but you Sarah have like a dedicated live band together. yeah say again Danny I said you have a dedicated live be- like live guitarist here we do yeah 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 but you guys are like, yeah, you guys are the base of the band, you know. Yeah, like we write everything Whether without the band, him, like yeah. everything's ready to go start to finish. And then he comes in and like learns the parts and um, yeah. Because yeah. he's in a band himself, so he's just happy to come in and play live with us, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 cool. Like I'm 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 noticing that like more of a collaborative thing is happening in a lot of music too now. Like where it's like people that I wouldn't have thought would have worked together like a few years ago or like collaborating I'm like oh shit that's awesome like it's it's so cool I love it yeah have you guys have you guys heard that band The Midnight yet Midnight it sounds familiar oh my god I hear like their their music yo they are so good they're just it's it's just called The Midnight and I like it oh my it's dark I like it's (laughs) so basically like what what it what the story is is it's like a couple friends who 
saw that movie Drive with Ryan oh, Gosling. Oh, I love that movie. Yes. And they just started a ba- they just started a band based on the on Drive. And right, it right. sounds exactly it's yeah, it's all I've been listening to for the past like month. It's crazy. Right. It's so I'll have to check that out. Yeah, sure. you definitely need to check that out. Yes, really? And the flush dance okay. soundtrack. I can't get I know she it. is because every time I walk into the studio, You're like I'm house. just opening the front door and I hear this like loud ass. I'm in this eighties thing. I'm like, that's I know what studio we're in that day because I'm like, oh, there she is. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Anytime you can block music really loud. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like anytime Kenny comes up to my apartment, I'm either listening to the Black Panther soundtrack or the Midnight. Yeah. So that that's been me for the past what are you like, three months. What you listening to right now? Uh, the Black Panther soundtrack, the Kendrick Lamar. Like okay. it's just fuck. Like I feel like such an old man. Like I'm like, wait, where have I been? Like this came out like three years ago. Shit. Like, <laughs> and, okay. and well, the, no, the beauty, beauty of music is that you find it in your own time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's timeless for so, sure. Also, also Dua Lipa. Who's that? Seeing us. Uh, I've been listening to him a little bit lately because he's he's pretty sick. His stuff. Oh, the addicts, right? Yeah. 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 So lately, I've listened, been listening to him a little bit. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. We, we gotta collaborate on that. You gotta let me. You gotta hit me with your list of uh, new music and. Yeah. yeah. I gotta listen to some of that shit because I'm. Yeah, I'm all right. over the place, but it's definitely. Uh, yeah, it's definitely like the. Yeah, there's more time than now than ever to get into new shit. I feel like for me because you know being on tour as much as I have, it's like. You know, you're in a fucking, <laughs> yeah, you're just in, like, your own world, and, like, it's, like, you just do your thing, and, like, it's it's hard to, like, get into other stuff, and it's kind of nice to, like, have a little change of pace, to be like, oh, yeah, I, I, have, I have time to listen to new things, actually. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely, and a lot of times, like, I'm a big Spotify listener, so mm-hmm. I'll, like, find new music through the playlists on there, like, I like the Sludge playlist, that's a good one, where they have new music being put on there all the time, and, you know, I've discovered bands through that, mm-hmm. uh, what's the band we like with the two girls? Bones, uh, Bones. Bones UK, Bones was on Bones that UK. playlist, okay. and that's where I heard them for the first time. Oh, nice. And what's yeah, what's their right. vibe? Are they like electronic or? Um, they're kind of rock, but they have the electronic rock? vibe going yeah, on. Alternative yeah, rock. alternative rock. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sold. Done and done. I did a cover of "I'm Afraid of Americans," mm. um, which is really good. Oh. Check yeah, yeah, check that. That's what like drew me into check them out. Yeah. Wait, I gotta pull my pen out. Hold Pretty on. Pretty amazing. Yeah. They're called Bones, right? Bones. Bones yeah. UK. Bones UK. UK. Bones UK. Done. Yeah. All right. I love that. I'm, and speaking of covers, I love your guys' cover of Send Me an Angel. Like, sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's so good. Like, I, I've always liked that song. And then, like... So, so weird. That's why we want to do it. Song. We love that song. Even as a kid hearing yes. that in, like, yeah. some video game movie. I was like, what is this song? <laughs> we had a list of covers like, we wanted to do, and that was both on our list. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, both 
wanted that one so we're like this is the one yeah yeah it's it's so good like it's like it's it it complements the song perfectly and like you guys like kind of put your own touch on it it's 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 really cool i like that Um, producer pitch black understood our vision so yeah he nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got. I mean, yeah. You. You mean you guys nailed it, but you know. Thank you. Thank you. So I will much. say that. Yes. The two. Of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um. So okay, let's talk about the Blizzard show, cause. Oh, oh my Blizzard. God. Wait. So <laughs> what? Just so about that today. What year is this? What year is uh, this? Just so I know, cause yes. I can. What year did it happen in? Because I can like kind of like. Yeah. It was, let's see, was it 2019 or 18? 2019. 19. Now, let's remember that the week before, it was beautiful weather. The week after, it was beautiful weather. It was a random one day that the city was not even ready for. So the streets were shut down. Everything was shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much, in fact, that we had to get the freaking subway. Yes. Now, hello, I play drums. Do you know how much gear I have to (laughs) Subway. And I'm a small girl. And I just so don't take heavy. the subway to a show. I'm we not, don't take I, we, I, I don't want the stress. But I'm like, I'm we just were headlining. We had, <laughs> we had people already buy tickets ahead of time. So we thought we have to do this show. We have to get there, you know? Yeah. I know the openers couldn't even get to the show. They were coming from Long Island. They were yeah. oh. saying, oh, my God, we, we can't even get, there's no subways. Yeah. You know? And we're like, we understand. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. of course. No problem. Um, it, yeah, it and was I a war zone. <laughs> I texted during the day. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> and I was just trudging down the street, like in these snow banks with my base on my back. Did I'm you like, notice cars stuff. couldn't even get up the street? Yeah. They were like all stuck in the snow and stuff. Like, yeah, I was, was going like, to get an Uber or a taxi. Cars couldn't even get up my street. They were like just all stuck and banging into each other. And you get out there, and you know, in a blizzard, yes, always pounding you, right? You can't even hold an umbrella up because you've got all your gear, right? Yeah. Subway, going up and down stairs with gear. Yeah. I tell you, I got to the venue and I, my arms were just, I, I, I didn't know how I was going to play. I and I got, I think I got play. there before you and I remember her walking in and like just being, oh, you saw wet. I was like, I'm like, oh, I was like Alice Cooper. My makeup was all, <laughs> I was not happy. And I was like, oh shit. But you made, we both made it there. That's the thing. We're like such diehards. So we like, we're not going to we miss are. it unless I'm deathly unless ill. We, like yeah. if I can't get up for the floor like that's the only time i'm not gonna make something i'm i will always be there because we're, we're like so we're reliable like that. we'll just like we be never there. cancel <laughs> and you wow. know what we played the show we had i could not believe that we had at least 40 50 people there that came oh, in yeah, like, how the hell did they like they came fly in like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so, i was like so <laughs> So touched so that we got so drunk afterwards waiting for the blizzard to ease. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasted. Like, I got really drunk that night. Yeah, that happens. Well, like, I think we were traumatized. We were actually traumatized, you know? Yeah. Was, I mean, so, wait. Cause... Shower. I think had a good time. They're rocking out. Like, it, it ended up being okay. It ended up but, being okay. But from all that stress, we're like, okay, we need a drink. Hey, do you guys like Pilsners? Do you like IPAs? Do you like Stouts? Do you like beer in general? If yes, then we have the place for you. 
Be sure to visit DecadentAles.com to browse their current selection available for pickup and shipping. And make sure to use the code STORIES for 10% off your order. That's S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S for 10% off your order. They currently ship to 10 states plus Washington, D.C. Or you can visit their tap room located in Mamaroneck, New York, a short 30-minute train ride from New York City. Once again, that code is STORIES, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S, and follow Decadent Nails on Instagram. And wait, were you by yourself, like, with your drum equipment? No, thank God my partner. God bless him. Because I cannot, I cannot. Like, my snare alone is so heavy, you know? Yep. My equipment gear and my cymbal bag and my, you know, like... I have a lot of yeah. pieces to bring to a show. I'm a drummer, yeah, right? Of course. I just rock up with one piece. No. I, if it wasn't for my partner, there's no way I would have made it. Like, Holy shit. Seriously. Me, I just roll way. in with the bass on my back. Yeah, I think yeah. I just got one. Like, it's like okay, so here I am. It's got a guitar, it's got a bass. <laughs> I have a lot of gear, you know? And yeah. I never even imagined that I ever had to get a subway to a show. Like, I lugging that, that gear yeah. up and down the stairs through the, you know, the blizzard pounding me with snow, oh, the, God. the floor, how slippery it is, right? Yeah. Like every step oh, you yeah. take ice, right? I was, like, fearful that I was going to fall and crack my, my head open or break my ankle and with all my gear. And like I said, I was traumatized. By the time I got to the venue, I was just like, I, I don't even know how I got there, you know? <laughs> we just yeah. did. We're diehards. Like, yeah, we we're people buy tickets. So yeah, we we're, like, there. we're not, we're, we're showing up no matter right. how we get there. We're just getting there. Yeah, you're just making it happen, and obviously you did. And I remember that blizzard. That blizzard was no joke. Like I remember it now. It was one freak day. It was just yeah, the whole time. It, was it was like one up. random day, and it was like, exactly. wait, what the fuck? Yeah, where did exactly. this come from? Like absolutely, like way like out of nowhere. And I think that might have been the only blizzard of that sum of that because. that year. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. The thing. All right. Like, next time, like you've got to be We're kidding. Just, like, yes. Yeah. I'm lucky that they a little, a lot. <laughs> yeah, there was no blizzard after that because, like, no, that would have been like that. no, because there was no blizzard that. during COVID. Like, there was nothing like that during COVID, like in the beginning. So crazy. Yeah, yeah it was. Cool. We played and we got through it, and it was a great time. So, what yeah. venue was it at? Huh? What venue was it at? Oh, that was Arlene's Grocery. Oh, oh man. I, oh, yes. It's a nice, cozy place, especially the fireplace in the room next door when you want to get, you know, have a few drinks afterwards. That was nice, right? Yeah. You know, to just chill fun. after the show and Definitely. in front of the fireplace. and. That's a great venue <sighs> to, like, to wait the out the storm. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good venue to wait out the storm, like, for sure. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah, that's you. You guys couldn't have been in a better venue. <laughs> Right? I know. Fuck. I know. I mean, uh, so we've done like a bunch of shows there and uh, what else? We did a music video. Um, Oh my God. And you wanted to ask me about Australia. Have you been, Danny, to Australia? Yeah, I've been to Australia like, fuck, like several times. My first time there was 2011. And then unfortunately we were in Japan right after that for the crazy... Uh, the crazy earthquake that happened. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Like we did Soundwave in Australia and then we yeah. did Japan and then that was when like that gnarly like 
Yeah, it was like 2011. Like, yeah, it was March yeah. 2011. Yeah. 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 So you know how long the flight is. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do. Trust me. We, we did, had to do a video. Remember, we were on Sophie's schedule. She yes. took it on as a passion project. So we said, whatever date she gives us to do the music video for Porcelain Doll, we'll, we'll do that date no matter what. Mm-hmm. I had just got back from Australia a few days earlier oh. yeah jet lag Very is jet a bitch they're 16 hours ahead okay the jet right? lag from australia <laughs> i will say this and i've said this before on here the jet lag from australia to america especially it the is. east coast there's nothing like it you will ever experience unless you've done it that's why i asked you yes. have you done it yeah. yes it, hit it. it takes me two I weeks it's it. insane that day, we did we had to do the video <sighs> first of all we can't sleep because the you know they're 16 hours ahead so no <laughs> i text you i think at 10 p.m like okay i'm gonna to try to go to bed i took an ambient and then i took another one at like i was still awake at 2 a.m i have to be there at 6 a.m i'm like Sarah, i'm gonna take my second one so two and i never take two i take one and a half at most and i had to take two so i was like i need some sleep even if it's an hour or two so it was at 3 a.m i'm looking at the clock going um i've just taken my second ambient and i'm still wide awake and we had to be there at six yeah i don't know if you remember but we're in makeup at 6 a.m yeah i was like oh goody my second ambient is hitting me right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to do the first part of the shoot in la la land no, uh-huh. but she pulled through. It was great. Like we, we we're like, warriors. We, yeah, we're we just have like, to work whatever. We'll but, make it happen. But uh, that freaking flight is just—it's crazy. That's yeah. So Australia. Other than that, all the deadly animals and insects that are there—you know—it's another thing to consider. Yeah. <laughs> which is <always> fun. <laughs> yeah, Australia is great. I mean, I, I never had to worry about the deadly animals or anything like that. Like we've nah, we 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 it, it was pretty safe when we were there. But like, Good. you know, Good. We, Good. unless you wanted to venture out. Face. Yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> like no. Well, actually, a couple of the guys got tattooed one of the times uh one of the last times we were there and like their tattoos got like a little bit not infected but they got a little bit like you know whatever just shitty after a couple days and i'm like yo guys uh what did you expect we're fucking flying every day and like yeah yeah, of course your tattoos are gonna scab up and take a while to heal like yeah, we just flew across the country, like, and we're flying every day in between shows. Like, no, I would never get tattooed in Australia unless I was staying there for like a month. Like, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. like no, yeah. It's like it's you got to understand like how that affects the body for sure. Like, and right? just be, yeah. I mean, you're healing yeah. from the time difference as it is. So yeah, I don't any and any sun exposure is just gonna mess it up, mess with it too. And again, back you in know. a plane, you yeah. just don't have time to heal. Yeah. No, no, def. I mean, because you have to fly okay. every day. It's like, I mean, you know how it is. Like, you gotta like every day. Yeah. There's a flight like in between the shows because yeah, in Australia, like you can't just drive like. It's like, nah, it's like every, it's out, so yeah, every show that. is like so spread out. Like, especially like, I mean. I've always ended my tours over there in Perth and okay. people don't really realize how far Perth is from It's LA to New York. That's how far Perth is from Sydney. So yeah. Yeah, like LA to New York. That's yeah, how far. Exactly. And like, you know, Brisbane is always the first spot you fly into, like because it's the closest and you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, you know all those little like nuances about 
Australia and like so I have to make my way over there at some point I haven't yeah, been yet but I'm going whenever yeah. I come able to I want to go yeah to well you guys yeah, have a built-in fan base you know you guys got the built-in fan base right there you know come on yeah absolutely right. all my friends and family yeah, love us to play. sick yeah I'd love so, going yeah yeah that should be the first uh that should be the first opium ink like full tour like you know just two weeks in Australia yeah. yeah, it's a good idea, Danny. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sure. saying. Yeah, yes, yeah. we we've done a few shows. We've got our set list tight now, and we're ready to book some tours. So yeah, we're ready to go. It's just a matter of finding the right the right tour, uh, to jump tour on. configuration. Yeah. We need to just have everything line up, and mm-hmm. we're ready to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, fuck, it's like it seems like a lot of things are starting to get booked now. I mean, like just from behind the scenes, I'm kind of seeing, yeah, sure. I'm seeing stuff and I'm like, I'm getting offers for stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit, this is actually happening. All right, cool. Like, I'm you know, so I'm thinking about going to, it's like punk in the park. It's like face to face. That's uh, yeah. That's it's like in Arizona, like oh, uh, Arizona. Memorial day weekend, I think. And I'm thinking about going to that. When's that? Memorial Day weekend, like the last weekend of May. Okay. So it's out in like uh, near Phoenix somewhere. Oh, well, I just saw today that my friends, that band Forgivers, uh, it's with the two guys from Gaslight. uh, And it's like, they they literally sound like, they sound like The Cure had a baby with, I don't know, fucking, just... I don't know, somebody amazing. Like it, it, it's 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 cure, which is one of our It's funny you say that somebody too. said that to us. They're like if uh Marilyn Manson and, and Gwen, Gwen Stefani, Stefani had a baby. a baby, it would be you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> Marilyn Manson and Gwen. Yeah, like. that's that's a that's a good combo. <laughs> And Lincoln Park and Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln Park. Park, Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's Gwen thing. Those are good comparisons. Um, But yeah, they're doing a show in uh, in Atlantic City on like June fifth. It's like them face to face, suicide machines. Like they just announced it today, and I'm like, oh "Oh, shit. I remember being a kid and like getting the suicide machine CD and like rocking out to like. All those songs. Oh my god, yeah. Fucking suicide machines. Oh my god, they're amazing. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to this portion of it. Uh, We're going to do Opium Ink Fest. Unless you want to do it separate, like, because I don't know if you guys have separate. What's yeah? What, well, what's we, the vibe? we actually it's have a separate, but we thought we'd do a joint. We definitely have a joint. Like, we both love. We have a lot of the same influences. Okay. Garbage, my. You love garbage. I love garbage too. That's my favorite. That's her ultimate favorite. I also love garbage. Garbage, Blondie, Depeche Mode, and Nine Inch Nails. Nails. I absolutely love Nine Inch Nails. I always have to. Seen um, them a bunch of times. We would definitely want them to be on there. Yeah. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. That would be amazing. That would be. And and wait, so that's that's only four bands, though. How many do you want? How many did you want? <laughs> there's, there's one more. I mean, because you guys, because it's because well, you guys I are headlining the festival, like right, wait, opium ink's headlining. Are we both love? Yeah, Lincoln we both Park. like Lincoln Park a lot. So if they, you know, if I love Metallica more. So. Yeah, she yeah. likes Metallica a lot. I love, um, I like like the Prodigy, the band AFI. Oh, um, yes. Oh, it's still together. I some good additions. Sister Machine Gun. Sister Machine Gun. Um, Ooh. um, yeah, I think that would be a pretty killer, yeah, killer tour. 
Yeah, that'd be a pretty killer <laughs> festival. Like that's that's pretty diverse. That would that. Would I like a lot of metalcore, like bands like that, like Bringing yeah. Horizon, and like all that style too. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty broad with bands that I like. Yeah, we got to bring some UK metal into that. Maybe like Bring Me the Horizon, The Architects. Yeah, while she yeah. sleeps. I like yeah. the Architects latest album. Yeah, so good. Architects really? any album is like good. Have you have you listened to While She Sleeps? Huh? Have you listened to While She Sleeps? Yes. Oh my god, I saw While She Sleeps Yo. play in Brooklyn. Oh. And I have like six of their songs on one of my playlists that I listen to all the time. Like they're so good. Oh my yeah. god. Like British There's metal. Some yeah. Bring Me the Horizon or with Ollie, they did like some collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those British metal bands like stick together, I've noticed, and it's like fucking yeah. just, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I love they're, it. they're really good. Yeah, it's definitely I don't like, like all screaming, but I like a little screaming here and there. Like that's what I like. I like very like metal and rock, but a little scream, but more like melodic. Yeah, I like when they can throw that in there and like do like the little like you know, the electronic stuff and like, just kind of yeah. like mash it up and do all that. Stuff. Yeah, it's good. They, they, yeah, like, <laughs> you, you know, you can, you can kind of tell when a band knows what they're doing, like with that, in that world, like, yeah, where they kind of switch it up and just like, you know, they take risks. I mean, Bring Me the Horizon is like a huge example of that. Like, they've just kind of like evolved so much over the years. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of sure. wild. Yeah. It's cool. I like that. So yeah, I think our tour would be pretty badass. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would buy a ticket for that tour for sure. Like, because I mean, we would be playing. Yeah, of course, you guys would be headlining. But I mean, the production on that tour would be insane. I could see the light show being like. Wait, all about yeah, yeah, yeah we love lights. Big, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the light show would be. Yeah, there could be. I mean, because I've. I mean, a lot of the lighting lighting people I've toured with are like big nerds, and like just getting inside a lighting person's brain is hilarious, in my opinion. Really? I'm just like, I have no Whoa. idea. Like, oh, it's great. It's <laughs> like I've I've come across so many lighting lighting people and like you know it's either like you have like extreme stoners or extreme like people with ocd and Mm, there's no in between (laughs) okay it's like the stoners like yo like this (laughs) they like they're like drawing pictures and they're like this is what it's and i'm like cool i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) and then it's like the the more like nerdy ones that like explain it i'm like oh i get it like cool it's okay. a whole element in itself yeah, it's it's a main, it can art. make or break you know, yeah a show yeah yeah, yeah exactly like depending on where it is it's like you know it's like there's certain there's a certain level you get to to where it's like the lighting unfortunately like has to be like really up to par like Absolutely. yeah for yeah. sure it yeah. just adds so much to the show and yeah yeah, and I've talked to some bands who were like, no, nah, lighting's not important. And I'm like, uh, well, yeah, like, I saw yeah, your show tonight. Yeah, have you seen opening band with absolutely no light, and then this other band comes on with all your light? Probably, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, have you Amazing. seen them live probably about seven times? They're one of my... Their yeah, lighting is the same. phenomenal. Yeah, like... It's, comp- it's part of the music. It's part of the music. It's it is. Yeah. Did you did you hear about their what happened with them at uh, Reading and Leeds a few years ago? No, what they so they weren't headlining 
uh, Biffy Clyro. I don't know if you ever heard of that band. Which one? Biffy Clyro. I have not. They're, I don't think so. They're like one of the biggest bands in the UK and they're amazing. Like they're, you, you guys should check them out. They're fucking awesome. Heard their music, we might recognize them. Like but. it's really like weird time signature. Like they're a three piece, but they're, they're huge. Like they're a massive band in the UK and Europe. Like, and they're amazing. Like best guys, like great. But anyway, like they were like headlining Reading and lead a couple of years, Reading and leads a couple of years ago. And, um, like, Nine Inch Nails was playing, like, below them. And they, and because of just how Reading and Leeds is, like, with the lighting and, like, with, like, you know, you're headlining, so, like, you know, it's, like, it's kind of hard to, like, really, like, you know, like, you know, accommodate the openers and stuff like that. Um, but basically like Nine Inch Nails like kind of threw a fit because they couldn't do their lighting show and they were like, yeah, this unknown, this unknown (laughs) band called Biffy Clyro that's headlining is like making us like not use our lights. And it was like totally like, you know, it was like Trent Reznor was just being a big baby about it essentially. What year was that? Uh... I want to say it was either it was between the years of 2014 and 2016. I can't remember exactly, but it was like it was one of those years. And like basically like, you know, I found out afterwards, like through the the Biffy Clyro guys, they were like, dude, we did everything we could to accommodate them. And it was like nothing was good enough. So, oh, wow. yeah, bummer. yeah, but it was also like Trent Reznor looked like a big idiot because all these people in the UK were like, wait, you don't know who Biffy Clyro is? Like, what? Like, are you crazy? Like, no, like they're, yeah, Biffy Clyro is fucking Biffy Clyro over here. And like, right. it was kind of like Trent Reznor's ego got a little checked that year. <laughs> and yeah, it just ended up happening like where it was like, nah, you can't, sorry, you can't do your crazy light show, you know? Shit. I probably would have been pissed though. I couldn't do our lights. I would have <laughs> You know, I was at a nine inch nails in Sydney, Horton Pavilion, and they had a it the power went out. Oh sixty uh, something minutes the power was Whoa. Shit. Power. Yeah, just over an hour. Everyone stayed, trading at Resna said, Don't worry, we're gonna keep doing the whole show, we're gonna get it back up and they went past yeah, right. curfew, but they, they, they did the whole thing. Yeah. Nice. But the power went out for over an hour or something. Wow. wow. And they, they just kept that, going. Uh, lighting and, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the uh, Have you guys ever seen the Cure play like a festival? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I love I love watching them. Like I got lucky. Uh, to Sydney and the Madison Square Oh, you had the show. What was that? Maybe. Yeah. Or did they do two days or one day? They did two days. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I think it was two days. Like the guy. I went. I didn't really like this guy. I met on a dating app. But he asked me. He had said he had tickets to the show. So you went in here. I'm like, um, okay, I'll go. Yep, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to talk very much. We don't talk much. So what the hell? Like, I'll just go to this thing. But yeah. So it was fun. It was an amazing show. 
Hey everybody, Danny here. If you have a minute, be sure to check out stories.net to learn about how we are supporting members of the touring community with your help. That's stories.net. S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net. Oh God, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I, I love The Cure because they just play until it's until somebody stops them. Like it's like every cure show I've seen, it's been like, okay, the drums are the last thing you hear because everything's been cut off and it's just like, all right, yeah, they're yeah, that's it. All you can hear is like symbols. It's how, fucking how amazing. How many times have you seen them, Danny? <sighs> I think it's been and like where? eight eight times. Uh, wow. I've seen them like five times at festivals with like bands I've been on tour with and I've seen them. I've probably seen them most with with the two Alexes from Gaslight Anthem. Like, yeah, I've probably seen them like four times with with those two guys. Like, to where like we're in the crowd, like in the first row, and we're just like, oh, nice. okay, it's just the drums left. All right, it's over. <laughs> All right, let's go. Like to where we know the routine at the end. We're like, All right, it's over. Let's go. But yeah, I don't know. Are they are are they are they done? Are they done for good, or are they just still saying they're done? I don't know. I it's think like, they're gonna come back. They, they, they're coming back. Again. Yeah, they're gonna play again. I hope so. We love that song "Burn." Is that your favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, "Burn." Yeah, oh. I love it. It was on oh, the Crow. I love, I love the Crow soundtrack. The Crow is like one of my favorite movies ever. One of the best that. movies ever. So that's yeah. like love that song. Yeah, I gotta watch the Crow again because I mean oh, I, I know it's gonna be cheesy, months. but like <laughs> I, don't care. Every few months. I do maybe once a year I'll watch it, but I freaking love it. So yeah. that and Strange Things. Have you ever seen the movie Strange yes, Things? Yes, of course. Oh my god, Strange Things is like that soundtrack <laughs> that soundtrack is like the soundtrack is brilliant, right? It's amazing. <laughs> Julia Lewis, she is Julia Lewis is pretty bad. She's really cool. In that Yeah, that movie. She actually sings in that. That's her voice. And Skunk and Nancy is in that as well, Strange Days. Another oh, one of my favorite shit. Bands. Skunk and Nancy. Yeah. yeah. They're in that. They're in the soundtrack too. I yeah. did not know that. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. They're, wow. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really, I've seen them a few times live. They're amazing. amazing. Yeah. Fuck. I've never seen them live. I don't think I have. I mean. So like, good. You have to. So yeah, good. I like to see. Did you see them in a Brooklyn Fest? Black and Blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see them at some point. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh shit! Yeah, it's been it's oh man, I can't, I still can't remember seeing a live show. It's been so fucking long. It's like oh my god. What was your first show ever? What was your first concert ever? Uh, I remember mine. Mine I was soul to soul. soul to Soul. Soul to Soul. What? <laughs> no. Actually, you know, in Australia years ago I love early this. 90s and then Garbage was my second concert ever nice oh, Soul and then Garbage it blow my mind both amazing Sarah my what about you dad brought me to the show it was the Almond Brothers oh. and it was it was amazing like I was walking around there like all I remember is some guy came up to us he goes pray for the dead soul of Jerry Garcia like he put his hand on my almost on my head and he goes pray for the dead soul of Jerry Garcia so I looked at my dad I'm like where the hell are we like but it was an amazing show but a lot of like hippies and stuff but we we had a great time I thought the Allman Brothers kicked ass 
um, the band Rusted Root opened up for them, and they're very wow. like, <laughs> like whatever. But that was my first concert because um, my dad's like a blues guy; he loves blues music. So like, he brought me with him to the show, and I was like, "This is cool." Danny, your first show, first concert ever. Uh, all right. So I got first and second. My first one was Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, melancholy and infinite sadness <laughs> that was my first show amazing and then my second show was bush and veruca salt oh my god i love veruca both of them salt, I, mm-hmm. I love both of those bands yeah those are my first two shows like yeah because i mean like i mean yeah i mean like i was at the age like where i couldn't go to shows alone like i was yeah. still young so like yeah so but that i mean that smashing pumpkin show i remember it had gotten like postponed because like that was when like the keyboard player like overdosed yeah remember that and then like yeah all the shit happened with the drummer like all that crazy shit so like i remember like that smashing pumpkin show had gotten like postponed and i didn't know why like i just remember my dad was like uh yeah this concert's gonna happen a few months later and i was like (laughs) what like what and he's like yeah it's just not gonna happen this day it's gonna happen this day and i'm like uh are you sure and he's like yeah i'm positive i was like all right cool and then Okay. Obviously, now as an adult, I'm like, okay, yeah, great, yeah. It was it was a pretty cool first show. What was your last show before the pandemic shut down? Uh, shit. I'm, yeah, one of the one big ones I went to. So I'm into some electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to see Eric Prince play Ooh. the um, hologram show, mm-hmm. and it was up in the Bronx actually. It was some of the convention center or something. Oh yeah. I'm not into too much EDM, but as far as EDM goes, I really like his style. So I went with a friend, and it was amazing. Oh, so that's the, awesome. The, the light show was incredible. Oh, what about you? That was the last big ones I went to before the pandemic. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna think of mine, but Wilma. Doesn't that be big, small? Because I, I saw Simon Phillips, one of my favorite drummers, play oh. at Blue Note. Oh, okay, in Greenwich Village. I think yeah, Pro- Protocol Two. Maybe he was promoting. Don't nice. quote me on that. But Simon Phillips, one of my. Whenever he's in town, I go watch him play. Nice. So I think that was. Pretty sure that was the last show. Last one before. That was January. Yeah. Oh wow. Right. Yeah. Um, I did a tour with Alan Parsons right before the pandemic. Like, well, yeah, like when it was like, it was still like COVID nineteen might be real, and it was like that whole thing. So I was on tour. I was on tour with him when that happened. But my last show was probably like, yeah, like Brian Fallon, like who I was on tour with, like because we did one show, and it was like, all right, this is the only show on the tour that's happening, and then we're we're going home. So. That was probably it. That was, no, we were like, it was like the last day before, like, the full, like, down. lockdown. So March. March 5th. It was like yeah. the day March before. I saw a friend's yeah. band play a local band in town, and I remember that was, like, one of the last ones that I right. saw. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was like a last minute, like, kind of thing, and, like, yeah. yeah, it was like... Yeah, it was it was uh it was crazy. Well, actually no, that's a lie because I did a show with Manchester Orchestra in October. 
So, and it was like socially distanced, but it was like in a big, like farm in Connecticut and it was like, you know, it was like spaced out, but Mm -hmm. it was like acoustic and like, not very like, you know, it was, it was, it's, it felt like a show, but it still was like, Oh, this isn't exactly, you know, this isn't quite, you know, normal, but it's it'll do you know (laughs) yeah but it was it was definitely uh yeah it was definitely like it 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 felt normal for a minute yeah yeah normal yeah what's that what's what's normal anyway for a magazine um alice magazine Mm -hmm. so we did one virtual show during this whole thing Mm -hmm. which was fun i mean but it's weird doing a virtual show it's like it's just different you know yeah, because, like, I mean, you guys are just, like, playing, right? And then, like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. and you just kind of hope, it, like, yeah, just, like, you're playing and, like, all right, like, this it's is just, it. Yeah, like, it's just totally different than, yeah, being in a real show. But Can't wait for concerts. Yeah, okay. so what, what are your what are your plans once, if you could, whatever you can tell, like, what's what's your plans for, like, you know, post this like what do you guys got in the pipeline so like we said we have a new song we want to release mm-hmm. as soon as we get the video done for that. yeah <laughs> we're working right now and finding so when the video, the video is done person. we will release that mm-hmm. we have four other songs um, we'll probably pick probably what we love the most two out of the maybe four maybe like actually want to release mm-hmm. and release them as well and then and I want to work with, like, a booking agent. Maybe yeah. find somebody who can we actually want get us some good year. shows for next year. Definitely want to do a tour. We got offered one tour um, that's not going to pan out for us, but mm-hmm. we want to find another one. I heard so, Garbage and Blondie are touring. Yeah, we, we want to just oh want to play with Garbage and Blondie. We're, like, aiming really high <laughs> for, for a comeback show. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> We'd love to look at them. So. Garbage and Blondie, fuck. Like, those are like, yeah, <laughs> the legends right there. Yeah, it's a good fit. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. Well, we know the keyboard player in Blondie. You can ask him. Oh, you know. <laughs> you can ask him. Yeah. I did but, a couple uh, shows with Blondie when I was on tour with uh, Billy Idol, and, like, it was like, oh, dude, Billy. just, nice. she's, <laughs> yeah, she's such a badass. Yeah, with my old band, a cover of White Wedding. Oh. And I loved him in that song. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. You gotta send me that. I I I, I have not. I, that was not in the uh, email you sent me. I need to hear that, please. Actually, we got another lot of secrets. Heartbreaker. Um, yeah, we, we did a cover of Heartbreaker. It's in our first EP. What? Have a listen. Have a listen. Have a listen to our first EP. Oh my God! I got it. Wait, is it is it on Apple Music? Like a slowed up version. grungy, dark, dirty version of Heartbreaking. Yeah. He might not even know when he first listened your, if it, it, that it's that song yeah. until we just told you. Wait, is this on Apple Music? Yes. Yeah, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify all the major all right. music. I gotta, all right, I, gotta, I gotta get on that. because our first EP. Was I like, thought I, I had everything. I think that's one of my favorites because I remember us jamming to that and we just changed it up and it just like came out of nowhere we yeah. just played and it just came out 
And then yeah. that's exactly how we recorded it. Yeah. That's exactly how you we took my, it. Like, we recorded my vocal from the rehearsal space. And we used that because she liked sang it all the better. Through, and we liked that better than when she and recorded it. And when I went in the real studio. And recorded it. We just oh, love so it. We ended up using that rehearsal space vocal. We just both loved that song and it just kind of came through us. Oh, yeah. so my we, God. Yeah, have a listen to that. Yes, yeah, I gotta have a listen color. to that. That's around the color. Yeah. Oh man. White wedding, yeah. White wedding was freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was funny being on tour with Billy Idol because I had. Uh, I mean, I had more people than I care to admit being like, man, I lost my virginity to eyes without a face. And I'm like, right? cool. Did not right, need to know right. that. We love these videos. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm 38. Rock the cradle I'm, of love. Yeah, rock the cradle of love. I'm going to be 39, so I'm a little bit, I'm, a, I'm like right before... Uh, the uh-huh. lose your virginity okay. to Billy Idol age, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Oh, Thanks. I mean, no. Lady Divida. Yeah. No, no, no. Nah, you guys, you got, yeah, you guys are in your uh, mid twenties. I'm, I'm definitely in my uh, late thirties, so it's fine. Yeah, we don't, we don't care. <laughs> really. But it's like one of those things to where I'm like, okay, like, wow, like, yeah, uh, Billy Idol, he's. Yeah, and there's so many people who were like, "Oh yeah, I remember the Water Boy." Oh, not the Water Boy, uh, the Wedding Singer. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah no, it's a little oh different." God, I love that movie. So yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. hilarious. There's so many one-liners from that movie. Oh my god, it's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good one-liners. Same with Ghostbusters. Great one-liners. Oh yeah. I love all like the like the Breakfast Club. One um, of my favorites. All those ever. 80s movies. Sixteen Candles. Like, I actually hung out with Judd Nelson a few movies. times. He's brilliant. Oh yeah, she's hung out with Judd Nelson. I love Judd Nelson. What? <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, he's a yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah. I love the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could all like, come on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we could have a whole we could have a whole podcast about our appreciation for '80s movies. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, just because we're 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 way younger than the '80s movies. Just uh, <laughs> let's just keep that. Yeah. Let's just yeah, keep that in mind. Sure, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're in our late twenties over here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're just uh, nostalgia freaks. That's it. <laughs> um, but shit. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go because we've been we've been doing this for a bit, and we can uh, definitely do more time. But you know, we'll save that for the next episode. Yeah, sure, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Thank but you, Danny. Thank you. No, yeah, thank you, guys. This is great. Yeah, you, you did an amazing job. Well done, thank dude. <laughs> thank you. You guys, nah, you guys are the stars. I just, I just kind of like talk. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Yo, thank you guys. Have thank you so much. Bye. Have a good night. Thank you. Stories, an all access podcast, is hosted by me, Danny Dell Donuts. It is produced by Kenneth Fletcher. Our theme music is Storms by Personnel. Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S.net.